Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to talk about a mindset shift that for me literally changed the trajectory of my life and it wasn't something that I was completely aware I was even really doing until I shifted this. It's super simple and I'm going to walk you through exactly how to do this and again I promise this is a tangible thing that you can implement even though it is a mindset shift. So if you're someone that's like no I just want literal tips this is a literal tip and let me like let me explain it for so long growing up there were things that I could have and things that I just couldn't have right that I was like told like oh no you know you can't do that or you can't have that or whatever else and I never really questioned any of those things and some of those were you know explicitly said to me And then other things I just learned from my, you know, like the people I grew up around with or what I saw people in my community doing or people in my socioeconomic status doing or things like that. Now, some of that, you know, came with a lot of privilege. So for example, I grew up in a, in a community and in a family where when I was in high school, college, just kind of seemed like, oh, well, yeah, of course I would go to college, right? Like that is privilege because in my eyes, that was just something you did. And so I was very lucky in that sense, right? And so you might be able to think of some things that you grew up just thinking like, oh, well, of course. I I didn't even consciously think like college is possible for me. That was just a standard. And that is like, I am so lucky and so privileged to have grown up with that so for starters, think of think of something like that. Like what's something you just grew up thinking like you never really thought much of it. That was just kind of the standard. Maybe it's like it could literally be coming home to food on the table. It could be um, maybe it was just like uh, you were every time you'd go on a vacation and that was a standard. Like you can think of anything. It doesn't really matter. But just so we're like tracking, right? There are There are things in your mind that are just second nature and you just subconsciously are like oh yeah of course and then there are likely other things that are subconsciously uh oh I could never have that oh I couldn't do that or oh I would never have that so for example um from a financial perspective when college was talked about and college was kind of talked about as like oh that's what you do after high school but that came with saying, oh, well, yeah, you'll have student loans, but like, you'll just always have student loans. Like, you'll just be paying those off forever. That's just like what it is, right? And so that was the standard, like this idea of like, 
oh, becoming debt free, it was like, oh no, like that, I, I couldn't do that. I would, I'll always have student loans. That's just like what happens. And, you know, so I want you to think of something like that, that you might not even be noticing that you're thinking like, or in the past you have thought like, oh, I can't do that. But there are things. So let's like test that barrier right now. Okay. I want you to think of current day. Think of something that like you won the lottery, boom, you would do, right? Um, Or just like if you came into $100,000, it doesn't even have to be like the lottery. Let's say all of a sudden your bank account increases by $100,000, like what is something that's now on your radar? Or what is something that like right now you've, you think to yourself or you see somebody else doing and you're like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that. But like, I could never do that. Like I can't, I couldn't have that. And here's the shift. Here's the shift. And this shift literally changed my life. When we tell ourselves, oh, I couldn't have that. And sometimes it's so self, self or subconscious. We even notice we're doing it. Like we just breezed off like, oh, well, you know, I couldn't do that. Like we see something on Instagram and it's like, sometimes they can even be like, oh, scoff. Like, okay, yeah, but like I could never do that, right? And it, it, it can happen so undetected. But I want you to think of something that you have recently thought of and, and said to yourself, I couldn't do that. Um, an investment in yourself, they're like, oh, I could never do that. Maybe it is uh, buying... Uh, a certain house. You're like, oh, I could never do that. Maybe it is getting a new job and you're like, oh, well, I could never do that. Maybe it is moving cities and you're like, well, I could obviously never do that. Here's the mindset shift. When we say I can't do whatever it is, or I can't have whatever it is, nothing follows that. Nothing follows that. Like that is the end of the movie. It's like, I can't have that. Okay right? Okay. That, that, that's it, right? The conversation is over. Nothing follows that. So here's the shift. Like plans don't follow that. Logistics don't follow that. Dreams don't follow that. Nothing follows that. That is the end of the sentence. So here's the mindset shift. I know I've said that like four times, but really here's the mindset shift. This shift from, I can't have that. And instead asking yourself, How could I have that? How could I have that? That shift alone will change your life. And I'm going to explain because I know that sounds like a hefty, like a hefty um, thing to say, but I absolutely stand behind it. When you ask yourself, how could this happen? Like, how could I make that happen? How could I get that job? How could I get that house? How could I move cities? All of a sudden, instead of that being the end of a sentence, that's the beginning of a new chapter. It's like, oh, well, how, how could I, right? And so I have five questions that you can ask yourself when you notice, like you say to yourself, oh, I couldn't have that or I couldn't do that. When that happens, I want you to stop, drop, and roll and ask yourself these five questions, okay? The first question is who told me that? Who told me I can't? right? Was it your parents? Was it the news? If it's buying a house, maybe it's like, oh, well, I've heard horror stories. Like you just, you can't buy a house in this market or you can't buy a house with 
these interest rates or you can't do this or you can't do this. And again, we're not, we're not like having any passing judgment on anything. We're just like openly thinking through this. Like who told you you can't? Okay. Because a lot of times what you'll notice is that's an opinion that is not a fact. Okay. And that leads us into question number two. Who has already done this? How can we find evidence that whoever told you you can't, that is their opinion, that is not a fact? Because if someone else has done it, we can use them as an expander. We can use them as as sitting here and being like, oh, they did that, so that proves it's possible. Now, I'm not at all saying it it will look the exact same or that your journey will be exactly like their journey. I am not at all saying that because your journey will likely look different from their journey, but we just want to find someone who we can look at that evidence and say, okay, cool, that is possible, right? That's possible. That can help us again with this expander mentality of saying, okay, it's possible. So now let's talk about number three, which is what would have to happen for this to happen? And so one of, what I mean by that is what are the logistics? Let's say in this example, you are wanting to buy a house and you, like, you're, you're sitting down in this question saying, what would have to happen for this to happen? So what would have to happen for me to buy this house? I would need to figure out how much the house is, what the monthly payment would be. I would need to maybe find a realtor or decide if I didn't want to work with a realtor. I would need to decide um, if I what I would need in my emergency fund, what my salary would need to be, what my debt to income ratio would be, what I would need as a credit score, what interest rates are right now, um, maybe like the the safety of the neighborhood and details of things like that. Like all of those things you would have to understand logistics on in order to like, you'd have to say, okay, here's how much the house is. And then this is like, this is how much I would need, right? I need X amount to buy this house. That's what I would need to make this happen. So, and and this is a key because so often uh, when I'm working with clients, they'll say, oh, well, you know, I, I couldn't get that house. In, in this in the example of the house. And I'll say, oh, why? Like, how much was the house? Like, what's the house worth? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, so what would um what how do you know you you can't? And they're like, oh, like I just like, I'm just like assuming I couldn't. And I'm like, why would you ever assume you can't? Right? Why would you ever assume you can't? And again, like this will be similar, like, oh, I could never get that job. And I'll say, oh, like which did, you know did you apply and you got rejected they'll be like oh no but like i would just never get hired how do you know right how do you know like if you you know what are the qualifications you need oh i don't know for sure if you don't know what qualifications you need how do you know you couldn't get the job right there's so many things that if we if we're not asking ourselves what would have to happen to make this happen how do we know how do we why are we taking ourselves out of the game if we don't even know if, if it, if it could work or not. Right. So then number four is kind of like a subsection to number three. How could I make those steps happen? How could I make those steps happen? So let's say it's like back to the house analogy. You're like, okay, I would need this down payment in number three. You figured that out. You're like, here's how much the house is. This is how much of a down payment I would need. So in number four, 
how do I make that happen? So you're like, okay, I would have to save X amount per month in order to get this down payment. Or, oh, I already have X amount saved for you know this other project that I could actually put that towards a down payment. You could say, you know what? I have the down payment saved, but the monthly payment feels a little high for me. Maybe I could consider getting a roommate to... Um, to where I could have the house and then the roommate would also pay me rent. So I'm not responsible for the full rent. Um, we've, I've had clients who they are like, oh, I could never, um, you know, like I just, I don't think I could afford to move into the house. Um, I just like, I don't have the, like I could do the monthly pay the mortgage, but, and have enough set aside for like an emergency fund and stuff, but I don't have an amount for closing costs and um, the down payment. And then they ask their, you know, they talk to their parents or they talk to grandparents who their people in their family had set aside money for them for a wedding that can be, you know, traditional in some, in some ways. And they talked to their parents or grandparents and said, Hey, I like you had told me previously that you were setting aside money for my wedding, my future wedding instead of the future wedding. I would love to have that money so I could um, put that toward a down payment on a house. And and there are some things that that come along with that or whatever else. But again, I'm just using this as an example. Um, And this is a really important step in this because when you're looking at how could I make those steps happen, this is the key. This is the key. I want you to say to yourself, here we go. There are a million ways that this could work. Which way do we want to choose? And um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but so, you know, I live in Kansas City. I'm a Chiefs girly. And um, two, well, one, so let me back up. Travis Kelsey, he plays for the Chiefs. He has a podcast called New Heights with his brother, um, Jason Kelsey. And they it's it's such a fun podcast. I really like it. And one of the podcasts, they interviewed Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs. And there's a part towards the end of the episode that I am not kidding, I had full body chills. And they were basically talking about, um, I think it was Jason asked Mahomes, uh, I, I forget what stat it was, but I think it was like he Mahomes is like the top, I don't know, one of the top quarterbacks to come back in um, like at the end of the game when they're down by, I think it's like double digits coming back. And of course, if you watch football at all or, or if you watch the Chiefs, they are, they have had so many like down to the wire, they are down and they come back and win like at the literal buzzer with 12 seconds left, with six seconds left, like just crazy shit. And so they're asking Mahomes about this. And what he said gave me full body mother effing chills. He was like, we practice those like last second plays all the time and not only that but their coaches will put them in unwinnable like the standard unwinnable situations and say okay how are you going to win like what are all the different ways that you could win and so Mahomes said that then when they are in the game time instead of thinking oh there's no way we could win they're thinking to themselves there are so many different ways that we could win this how are we going to do it like that mindset shift of 
there's a million ways we can win this right now. Despite there being 10 seconds left, despite there being a minute left, whatever it is, what are the different ways? And so all the players, since they have spent so much time practicing being in, you know, quote, unwinnable situations and practicing all the ways it can work, that when they're in these high pressure situations, instead of giving up or being like, we're screwed, but, you know, hopefully something happens, they're literally thinking like, no, there's a million ways this can still work. That mentality shift is so powerful. And that's what I want you to implement with these daily decisions to yourself and, and just these, the thoughts that you're thinking um, because again, like I said earlier, nothing follows. I can't like, if, if you're hanging your head, you're like, we're going to lose this game or you're hanging your head. You're like, Oh, I can never have that house. I can never get that job. I can never move cities. I can never do this. Nothing's going to follow that. Like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because since you're saying I cannot, what follow, nothing follows that. So then since nothing follows it, no action follows it, no strategy follows it, no dreaming follows it, then you're right. Nothing, nothing, you don't get the house. You don't move cities. You don't get the job. You don't do this because nothing follows that. But when you start asking yourself, what, like, how could this work? And what are the things I would have to do? What are the millions of ways that I could make this happen? Then you start getting into this state of like creativity and expansive thinking of all of the different ways that this could work, right? So like we're talking about, you can say, okay, I could save this. I could move this money around here. I could work with a realtor to figure out what type of down payment I would actually have to need to know what that would look like. Um, you know, I could start, um, you know, increasing my income. Maybe you could, if you're in, in the market for a new job, maybe you could set a goal of getting a higher paying job or ask for a raise or, start donating plasma and make some extra money. Maybe um, you could sell your eggs. Like I'm just making this up. Like that is a literal way that you could make money. There's so many ways. There's so many infinite ways. And then what's so cool is we go on to number five, which is do I even want that? Do I even want that? Because like I said, there's a million ways that you could get the house or could get the job. But maybe there are situations where you're like, you know what, I could do those things, but I, I like that doesn't totally align with what I want. Maybe the answer to how could I make this happen once you figured out the logistics of what the house would cost and the monthly payment and all this stuff, you you knew that, okay, I would have to start, you know, picking up the pace and working extra hours and maybe selling some stuff on Facebook Marketplace or making some extra money, maybe trying to negotiate a raise or whatever else, putting some overtime, whatever else. And you knew, okay, that would most likely be the means that I would go about getting this. Number five is so important because you're asking yourself, do I want that? Do I want that house enough to work X amount of overtime shifts. Or maybe once you figure this all out, you're like, okay, I could make this work, but I would have to, you know, work X amount. But also this would increase how much I'm spending per month on my housing. And that is stressful. So therefore I like, I don't really want that. Um, maybe you do more research and you figure out that it's actually a part of town that you don't, you're not really interested in living over there. Maybe, 
you're thinking, you know, this would add a ton of stress into my life and I like where I'm at now and this just like, I don't really want to pursue this. This is what's so cool about this. Then you get to the outcome, let's say, in, in this scenario where you're like, eh, actually, this isn't really in alignment with like what I want and my goals right now. Okay, cool. Then you're in the exact same spot as you were when you said, I can't have this, except for the difference is saying I can't is restrictive because you're like, I want it, but I can't have it. Whereas on this side, on this side of the coin, when we get here, we're like, oh, I can have that. I see all the ways that this can work, but I'm not interested in pursuing it. So it's no longer restrictive and it's no longer this thing of like, I can't have it. And instead it's this thing of, I don't want it. It's not alignment. And that type of shift from restrictive, I can't have it to, eh, no, you know, it's not for me. That's no, that's not in alignment is so impactful. It is so impactful. And it also allows you to never have that lingering. What if, because you're genuinely exploring everything, like you're truly exploring all options. So for me, I will, and like my best friends and my sister just said this to me the other day too, but my best friends make fun of me for this a lot because I will be like, guess what? And they have no clue what I'm going to say. Like, they don't know if I'm going to say like, oh, I made like a yummy meal tonight. Or if I'm like, I want to buy an apartment complex. Like I just like made that up, but they have no clue what I'm about to say because at all times I am in this state of, I can, how, like, how can I make this work? So I will go down rabbit holes. I'll be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, cannonball deep into the waters of this new idea or project. And I'll take it all the way down this list of one, two, three, four, five, until I get to the point of number five, which is, okay, I looked at all the options possible. Is this something I want? And then if it's something I don't want or something that I'm like, you know what, this is an alignment, then it's like, okay, you know, not for me. I'm done with it. But then if I get to a point where I'm like, holy shit, I can make this work. Here's what I would need to do. Then I get so excited and motivated for like, all right, let's get to work. Let's freaking do this because then I have everything laid out and I understand the outcome of the decision and I am making outcome-based decisions that are in alignment with me instead of letting restrictive like mindset of I can't have that rule what I'm doing. So not only will that shift completely change your perspective of how things feel from feeling really restrictive of I can't have it to oh my gosh like everything is so abundant when you think of things like this but it also gets you closer to your goals and allows you to start seeing all of the potential outcomes for you to be able to actually hit these wild goals that you originally counted yourself out for. Um, you know, I, I see this all the time when people are like, oh, I could never be debt free or, oh, it would take me forever to be debt free. I'm like, well, how long would it actually take you? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I've never looked it up. I'm like, then how do you know you couldn't be debt free? Like if that's a goal of yours, how do you know you can be debt free if you've never sat down and like done the numbers on doing it, right? So it's like, this shift from I can't to how could I, how could this happen will literally change your freaking life. So 
Um, I hope this is finding you well on this uh, fine Monday morning and truly and honestly. So right now we have open enrollment for Wealth Accelerator. And this is one of the things that I love so much about Wealth Accelerator is the community aspect. Because when you're in Wealth Accelerator, it's a transformational 12-week group coaching program. When you're in Wealth Accelerator and you start seeing other people do this, people who it's like, you 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 know, maybe you, like you're a nurse and they're a nurse, or you have comparable, like where you live is comparable, or like your incomes are comparable or something. And you're seeing these people be like, oh yeah, like how could I? Let me figure this out. And then you're like, wait a second. Like, wait a second. How are you figuring this out? Like, I want this. I want to get the result that you're getting. I want to do this. It's so challenging. And again, we get to use each other as expanders to see what is possible and test those limits for ourselves. And it's so empowering. And so um, if you're thinking of your goals and you're thinking of what are the things that I want to accomplish this year? What are the things that I've told myself I can't? Maybe it's like, oh, I could never become debt free. Oh, I could never start investing. Oh, I could never, um, you know, quit my job and go do this other thing and said, oh, I could never have rental properties. Oh, I could never like whatever that is. It like, not only are we going to start implementing this framework that I talked about in this podcast episode, but also you take that, you take that mindset shift and then you add all of the different strategies to get ahead with money that we teach inside of Wealth Accelerator and holy shit, um, the transformation is, is absolutely insane. And so if you're someone who's just thinking like, oh my gosh, I feel so much stuck energy. I'm just feeling blah. And I have been telling myself I want to get ahead with money and the, you know, it's been a couple months, it's been a couple years, and I still feel in the same place with money. I could not recommend enough to go apply for a wealth accelerator because truly it is such a transformational program with your finances, but your finances impact so much of your life that it truly does impact your life in so many ways. So go and check that out if you're wanting to pay off debt, raise your credit score, grow your savings, start investing and, um, you know, use strategy to get ahead instead of sacrifice. That's what we teach there. So go and check it out. I hope this finds you well, and I hope you're using this to shift that mindset a little bit because it, I can't tell you enough how much this has changed the trajectory of my life and how impactful this can be for you. So I will um, see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.